What's up, guys? Pastor Josh here, Agape Center Ministries. So playing a little bit of catch-up, okay? So we've been busy the past few weeks with ministry and church and want to kind of just give a little bit of a breakdown of the past few messages that we've preached at church. Last week was an amazing week. Um, we had our baptism service, uh, live water baptism service. So um, it was uh, it was awesome, as always. I think we had like 10 or 11 people get baptized. So I'm just awesome in knowing that people are are familiar and understanding of what that means and the power, I guess, of that outward expression, especially to other people around them as well as a kind of, um, I don't know, it seems to be a, a sense of encouragement and outward showing um, that definitely encourages people in their faith. And we could tell definitely nudge some people to step forth and also make that outward expression as well of, of what's already evident in their heart. So, um, but I just wanted to to do this uh, this message regarding a message I did a couple weeks ago out of 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 23 through 33, and it's the believer's freedom. And I just felt like it was something that was very significant, especially for the times that we're in right now and all the social unrest, COVID, political season and stuff like that. We have a lot of people um, that talk about their freedom, their rights and, and stuff like that. And Paul does a, a amazing job, as always, with just really giving a layout for what we are called to do as Christians, right? That is the, the worldview we're called to have is a biblical one. Everything and anything that we do is to be through the lens and the scope of Jesus, through God's word. Anything and everything we do is also to glorify God, which is pretty much a summary of these passages as well. So Paul starts off here in verse 23 with saying, and he, he's speaking from the perspective of the people out there that like to just talk about their rights or, or law that they like to use as well, because law is a determining factor as well um, of what our rights are and what they're not. So Paul is saying here, quoting, I have the right to do anything, you say, but not everything is beneficial. He once again says, I have the right to do anything, but not everything is constructive. No one should seek their own good, but the good of others. So I love what he's saying because he's saying you can say you have the rights to do these things or it's lawful to do these things, but are they beneficial? Are they constructive? And the only way that you can really gauge and determine if something is beneficial or constructive is, is it good for you or is it good for other people? And that is what we're called to operate from as Christians. And he goes even deeper in here because a lot of the times we may even think that this just applies to other Christians or people of the church, but he really lays out for us that this applies to pretty much everyone, okay? Eat anything sold in the meat market without raising questions of conscience, for the earth is the Lord's and everything in it. I love this passage because it gave me an opportunity to hit on another very important aspect when it comes to reading the word. And we have normative and narrative, okay? And sometimes what can take place when people read the Bible is they can apply kind of this normative reading to something that maybe is speaking more of a narrative, okay? So basically, that's just like saying because you read it once in the Bible that it seems to have this like universal application to anything and everything that we do when it comes to Christians. And that's not the case. Paul is simply sitting here saying, though, that this party wants to give you a narrative, but he also wants to use it too as a way to express maybe a normative that we can take when it comes as Christians to um, certain things in our life, especially stumbling blocks, which Paul is very big on speaking of. So he goes on in verse 27 and saying, if an unbeliever invites you to a meal and you want to go, eat whatever is put before you without raising questions of conscience. But if someone says to you, this has been offered in sacrifice, then do not eat it, both for your sake of the one who told you and for the sake of just conscience. But he says, I'm referring to the other person's conscience, not yours. 
The important aspect to this is, okay, and here's the narrative layout, is of course there was meat that was sold in the markets, okay, and some of this meat was offered up as sacrifices to idols and other gods and stuff like that. Paul, once again, he's he's preached about in other parts of believe in Corinthians as well, that everything and anything that God has put on this earth is just inherently good because God has put it here, okay? But what he wants us to understand and know is, is that if there's a conscious side to it, to where someone may look at something that you're eating, okay, so let's say just, just in general something that you're doing, okay, and their conscience thinks ill of it, that it's best for you just to abstain from doing it altogether, okay? And he does speak about this more so, I think, even in Romans when it comes to, to drinking and things like that, but he goes further on in saying it here as well with eating or drinking or with whatever you do, as we'll go into further, but... That is the normative that we can pull from this narrative, okay? So yes, meat offered up as sacrifices to other gods and idols, it's not bad, okay? We don't need to go in and ask all these questions about where the meat came from, okay? Just eat the meat because it came from God, it's good. But if there's someone weaker in the faith or someone even that doesn't believe in what you believe in, but yet their mindset has a conscience to where that may not be good meat, He's telling you, just don't eat it because you can provide it as a sense of a stumbling block as well. And you're doing it not for your own conscience, but for the conscience of the other person. So at the end of the day, once again, the purpose of what you're doing or even what you're not doing and submitting to is to glorify God. Okay. But then the murmuring can take place as well. Okay. So people can go on and saying, for why is my freedom being judged by another's conscience? If I take part in the meal with thankfulness, why am I denounced because of something I thank God for? I love what he says. It's kind of a, not a, a skip over the answer, but he just gives you a very general and specific layout. Okay, so you, we just took a, norm, a narrative of what he was speaking about, but we looked at it and how it can apply to the normative of who we are as Christians. And he, we also hear this murmuring, right? Because people like to say today, I have the right to do this. I have the freedom to do this. Uh, as an American, I should be able... Paul is simply letting you know that at the end of the day, everything that you are called to do as a Christian is to glorify God, okay? And the best way that you can glorify God under the constructs and the guidance of his word and his word alone is to seek the good of others and not yourself, to be mindful of their conscience over your own, okay? So in the end, this is the best way that we can glorify and show our love and our submission to the Lord, even to submit to others, as it says in other parts of the Bible, right? Submit to governing authorities, so he says here in 31, though, to follow kind of this questioning that people may have. So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, you do it for the glory of God. And here's the stumbling block component. Do not cause anyone to stumble. Now, is this just Christians? No. As he goes on to say, whether Jews, whether Greeks, or the church of God. So Jews, Greeks, people that are non-believers, people about their traditions, or just people that are Christians as well, the church of God, even as I try to please everyone in every way, for I am not seeking my own good, but the good of many, so that many may be saved, because that is the end goal that we have as Christians, that the life, the means, right, the effectual grace that we've been given by God and that we have that ability to recognize it is expressed in our daily lives so other people can see that, right? We are, we are the ambassador to Jesus Christ, so our lies are to mimic that. And he says, follow my example as I follow the example of Christ. So we call each other to follow alongside us, do as we do, okay, brothers and sisters in the faith, 
Okay, It's not about your rights. We all know that rights can be rewritten. Jesus had rights when he was arrested, and he bypassed those rights. He was illegally tried. He kept his mouth shut. It was all to glorify God, to fulfill a purpose according to a will that God had laid out. Okay, That is no different than what we should be as Christians when it comes to the times that we're in today. Seek the good of others. Okay, That does not mean conform. It does not mean to... Um, to denounce your faith, okay? But there are so many hills out there right now that we're being called or people are wanting to go, quote, die on as Christians when it comes to wearing masks, when it comes to political stuff, social unrest. God's word is truth, okay? And if it means submitting to governing authorities by wearing a cloth on your face, wear a cloth on your face. At the end of the day, it's just to submit to them to show glory to God, okay? If it means social unrest, Don't buy into the social justice lies. Don't buy into the stuff where they're turning the Christian's head around to look backwards. We are told in God's word that it is the unity in Christ that puts away slave nor free, the the barbarian, the sky. I mean... There is, we are all brothers and sisters of one faith, and our faith keeps us focused forward, not backwards. So we don't need to worry about all this social justice and unrest stuff. We're brothers and sisters in Christ. We move towards the cross, okay? And political stuff and all that, it's not about left. It's not about right. It's about looking up. It's not about the left wing, right wing. It's about the whole bird. And your focus needs to be in God's word. You pray for your your authorities, okay? You pray for your government. Even if they don't believe what you believe in, you have a God who is greater, okay? Pray for them. Thank you guys for listening. God bless.